What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's play some football! Run right to the back of him. Run right to the middle and out the back. What's known in football terms as a slam dunk. This Wednesday edition of Daytime Fireworks, I'm your host, Zach Berry. Joining me, as always, Mr. David Brandt of the Associated Press. David took a uh, took a personal day yesterday. <laughs> busy. Uh, <laughs> we're, uh, we're here on Wednesday, though, uh, as we will have a uh, double dip for you. We'll have another podcast later today, and then, who knows, Ben Garrett might be doing a pod. We're busy. Portals, portaling. We got bowl games to talk about, college football playoff dreams were shattered. David, uh, let's start there. I I knew. So I was in Chattanooga over the weekend for state championship games, doing some recruiting. I got there early. So I was only going Saturday for the evening game, the third game. That was the only one I was covering. Mm-hmm. Got there early. It was pouring down rain the whole time. So I left early. There's a, the setup is perfect, David. There is a brewery. Shout out to uh, the folks at Naked River Brewery in Chattanooga. It's right across the street from Finley Stadium. So I just walked in there. They got plugs underneath the bar. That's that's right. That's a veteran move. That's a power move. (laughs) I caught the end of the Ole Miss Memphis game. Um, And Ben and I did a quick podcast after that because that was a huge win for Chris Beard in the, in the program. But, uh, watched the SEC championship game and David, I, and this isn't like a, I told you so, but as soon as the clock hit zero and Alabama was the SEC champ, I knew they were getting it. Yeah. I mean, it was hard to, they, I just like, I saw Greg Senke's quote, you know, when he was talking about like the SEC being left out is not real life. And so, you know, I mean, somebody was getting in and Alabama was getting in over Georgia. You could see this. It was like a car crash, like for Florida State, particularly 
coming from a mile away. I mean, if you put Alabama in, then you have to put Texas in because Texas beat Alabama at Alabama. And then Michigan and Washington are already, you know, there's only four spots. I I get why, but I don't like it. I feel like that was kind of the sentiment, right, for most people? Yeah, right. I mean, I think it was a horrible situation, and it ended up horrible, but I think it was the right, you know, I, I those are the four I would have picked, given the same amount of information. Yeah, I, that's, so that was my thing. I was talking with some people Sunday morning, group chat, everybody's like, all right, everybody put your, Put your picks in one through four. You think it's going to be, and I will, I will toot my horn here. I got it right, but I don't agree because Florida state did everything that they, that they were expected to do undefeated won the ACC, but Jordan Travis's leg is shattered. So they're punished on the flip side. You, you had all the, the lead up, all the, the shows about the playoff and we want to put the four best teams in. You know, up until, I don't know, I, I looked at all of the semifinal games, but, I mean, the semifinal games last year were great. Years before, though, most of them were blowouts. And right. a lot of the national analysts and talking heads were alluding to, well, the four best teams weren't in it. We just put the the four teams that were ranked one through four. They weren't the four best, so that's where we get the blowouts. So I understand where that comes from. But also, if you're going to put the four best teams in, Georgia's one of them. Yeah, I that was I was about to say Florida State. I totally understand why they're upset, but mm-hmm. really, Georgia probably got like Georgia won 29 games in a row, then lost the 30th by three points to the best program over the past 20 years on a neutral field, and yeah. they're six. They fall from one to six. Like I mean, I, again, I sort of get it, but like. Ouch. You know what I mean? Like, that's a tough fall. So, I mean, at the end of the day, I'll give a shout out to my AP colleague, Paul Newberry. He wrote a column. Like, I mean, college football got what it deserved. Like, they've been trying to expand the playoff for years and years. And I know Florida State's athletic director, I believe, was one that was against expanding the playoff early. Um, You kind of, you get what you deserve at some point. Like I'm looking at the rankings right now. If you had a a 12 team college playoff this year, it'd be awesome. Cause I mean, you you need what one power five team. So you've got Florida state against Liberty in the first round, probably like Georgia against Penn state, Ohio state against Ole Miss and Oregon against Missouri. Mm-hmm. In, you know the the opening round and then the top four teams get a bye and then you go from there like that would be incredible that would be such amazing content for two full days I mean college football after a season in which that more people I, I was reading this the other day more people watched college football this year than I think ever it's really had a good year you know as far as television viewing uh it, it's just a shame and I I think that Hopefully this will spur us into the playoff era and we'll, you know, we won't be pining for the old days after this. I know it it's. I understand again, I've said that like seven times already. I get it. I, I do think the field that is in are four of the best teams in the country, but if you're going to actually do the top four, quote unquote, 
hard to leave Georgia out. But it, history has shown the committee has not been kind to untimely losses at the end of the year. Yeah. Un- unless you're TCU last year. Whereas it was always valuing conference championships, TCU loses last year, and then they still get in. Um, I don't know. It it, it sucks. I, I, look, if you're a Georgia fan, you're you're hurting. You wanted a chance at history, first three-peat since Minnesota in the 50s, keep the win streak going. And, yeah, it's brutal. They were unhealthy at the wrong time, and – Alabama had a hell of a game plan. I The video that was circulating, I can't remember who it was. I'd have to look it up. But there was a video going around of Roman Harper asking Nick Saban what they did defensively to shut down Carson Beck and, and Georgia. Because Georgia's been, I mean, all, well, all respect been a to Kirby. Yeah, I was going to say, all due respect to Kirby and that defensive staff, the offense has been what's made them so good this year. And I mean, Bama just completely shut him down. I don't, I'm not even going to attempt to quote Saban, but he goes into this diatribe of like football jargon and just talking ball with Roman Harper, where he just broke down what they did and how they slowed him down. And they did it after the first drive. Like that was it changed everything. And you saw what happened. Um, Able to, slow down Carson Beck. They were confusing him, bringing different blitz looks. Um, and, you know, hey, credit to Bama. They they figured out a way to get it done. So I think that's what the committee did. They rewarded Bama for beating who at the time was deemed the best team in college football. And so you get rewarded with being in the college football playoff. And <laughs> on the other side, because I think the – I love the Texas Washington matchup. I mean, that's going to be. Oh, that's going to be a great game. I hope it's going to be because that sounds so awesome. Fun. But man, did you see the video of the Michigan uh, players and coaches and staff reacting to getting Bama? I did not. There was like, excited. <laughs> there's like, it's like from the back of the room, and as soon as they announced number four, there was some player that like stood up. And then he saw his Bama and he was like, oh, and he like sat back down. <laughs> like, <laughs> you can tell that they're like, oh, shit. Um, yeah. No, no easy know, games in this playoffs. Uh, yeah. I mean, at that point, it's like you're in the playoff. Everybody's good. Right. You're going to get a Nick Saban that's going to be, I mean, he's always motivated. He always wants to win and, and win by a lot. But you know, there's some extra emphasis on that one because of Harbaugh and everything that they did. But I do want to ask you about that. So I've heard several people on national shows bring it up. So Florida State gets punished because their quarterback gets hurt. Then their backup quarterback gets hurt. Because, I mean, do you think Florida State gets in if Rotomaker is still the quarterback, if he's still healthy? Or do you think when Jordan Travis went down, it was over? I think they could have gotten in if Rotomaker was still in there and they had beaten Louisville like – convincingly, you know, if it had been like 41 to 10 and they still look good offensively, I think that could have happened. I think there was a way, yeah. there was a path for that to happen. But I mean, I watched part of that ACC title game and credit to Florida State for, you know, the defense played great and the offense did what it had to do to win. But in no way, shape or form did that offense look like a, a playoff 
offense. So I kind of get it. Mm -hmm. So Florida State's punished for something that is just happens in football all the time. Players get hurt. Happens every game. But Michigan still gets in. Number one seed, even though they were caught cheating by literally everybody. It's, I mean, what are we doing? Like, I don't care what anybody says. Everybody tries to steal signs. Everybody does it. Okay, sure. It was proven by several people. There's testimony. There's evidence. Everything. Receipts. Proving that they cheated. Which, I don't care. You can say that you don't agree or I'm wrong. Or, oh, no, they still got to play the game. No, like you have a competitive advantage knowing where the play is going, knowing what the signals are. I mean, come on, like look at the correlation of J.J. McCarthy just all of a sudden becoming this great quarterback. (laughs) I mean, maybe another year in the system, maybe getting older, more experience, maybe better players. I don't know. Maybe J.J. McCarthy did it on his own. But also knowing what the defense is doing is going to help you out, right, David? I mean, yes, it is going to help you out. I agree with that part. Absolutely. Now, I'm not saying J.J. McCarthy's only having a good year because of cheating, but it's certainly a catalyst to having a better year. Yeah, I I mean, I guess I agree with you completely. It It's kind of like, I don't even know if I should go here because it's not my Mississippi State friends, but it's like it's like claiming that cowbells are not a noisemaker. It's like, yeah, I, yes. It's, yeah. They're a noisemaker. I think they're really cool. I, I think it's an awesome tradition. It makes Mississippi State, you know, unique. And there's a lot of really cool stuff about it. I, I get it. But is it a noisemaker? Yes, it's a noisemaker. It makes <laughs> it makes it much louder at the field than it would normally be. And so, anyway, th- there's a little bit of correlation there. But I will say on this, I don't think, like, you punished Michigan. You gave the coach a three-game ban. That was the punishment. Like, I don't, I'm not saying that was the correct punishment, but I think if you're going to leave, you know, Judge Michigan for the scandal, then you've got to come in beforehand and say they're not eligible. Either they're eligible or they're not eligible, to me. And so I don't, I don't think it should have affected their playoff standing. Maybe it should have, but I think once that you decide, you know, the Big Ten decides it's a three-game suspension and that's what we're doing with it, then – I, I don't think it was the committee's place to make a decision like that. And I think it differentiates from the Florida State thing because the Florida State thing is something that actually happened on the field. Now, I I do understand that maybe Michigan's not quite as good of a team if they don't have the sides all the time, but it's, we can debate how much they did. But I do think there's a differentiating factor there. Even I know that's not going to make everybody happy, but um, – I'm okay yeah. with Michigan being in, and I'm okay with the the college football committee. You know, I mean, not not punishing them for it. This is setting up for a just true ball don't lie scenario with Michigan playing Alabama one versus four. Oh, I agree. And if Michigan wins by three, or I'm sorry, if Alabama wins by three touchdowns, you know, there's going to be yeah. a lot of shout and Freud out there, and there should be. And and I, I honestly, at this point, like. I'm for Nick Saban winning every game for the rest of his life almost. Like what what an amazing just adding to GOAT status. I I just can't get over this year. You know, Michael. Definitely Casagrande, his best coaching job. 
Yeah, Michael Casagrande, who covers Alabama, now I think he does more SEC stuff for AL.com. He was talking about it on Twitter. You know, this team was dead in the water after that Texas game. And then after that South Florida game, they looked terrible. And they came from, you know, just looking like this was the end of the dynasty to not only it not being the end of the dynasty, but back in the playoff, getting a shot at Michigan. Like, what, you know, dang. If you, I mean, if you're an old Miss or Mississippi State fan, I understand why you don't like Alabama. But darn it, if you, it's hard not to respect him. What, what a run. It's It's almost like, you want to ask what were you doing in the first month of the season, but they figured it out when it mattered and they're in the playoff now. So playing their best ball when it matters. Unbelievable. Yeah. Kudos to Saban. And also I'm sure I'm not alone. Most Ole Miss fans, most Ole Miss fans, and I guess just college football, SEC fans in general, they are wanting Alabama to win this as the four seed and for Saban to retire. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that would yes that would probably at this point i think the whole sec would you know that's so the, I, the lesser of two evils so i thought a couple years ago was going to be it and then jameson williams tears his acl and the rest is history and nick saban still owes me 200 dollars. but i thought that that was going to be the year beat georgia beat kirby done and they lose that one, and sure, you can point to Jamison Williams getting hurt. Okay, whatever. Georgia wins it. I think after that, he was like put the hard hat back on, got back to work. Um, I mean, if it, honestly, this would be the year to do it. I mean, I, like I said, this is his best coaching job. It, 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 look, I, piecemealing it together is kind of stupid to say when it's Alabama and they just have a roster that's full of blue chip players, but this has been a different Alabama team. They've done it in a different way. It's sure. It's a lot of super talented guys, but it's, it's a lot of guys that were unproven. Um, They've counted on a lot of true freshmen. I mean, Caleb Downs is probably the best safety in the country is in 17, 18 year old. Um, You know, you do it with Jalen Milrow who never really played. He came into his own during the season, got better every week. You, You have the, you know, the, the mill throw against Auburn to win the iron bowl. That was just, that know, was just awesome. an amazing, amazing play. I mean, this, this seems to be, you know, a movie type script where it would be perfect for Saban to win it all and retire. I, I think it would be like you said, from a movie script standpoint, I just can't ever. Can you see Nick Saban retired? Like what would he do? Especially when he knows. Yeah, I agree. And he's 72 years old, but he looks really good for 72, you know, and I I'll believe it when I see it if he walks away. I would be impressed, honestly, to be to be quite frank, because I think almost every coach hangs on a couple mm-hmm. years too long. And I, you know, well, hell, for a I, second there, I thought Nick Saban had all gone for, you know, early this year. But yeah, obviously he hasn't. He's still yeah. got it. Well, I mean, you saw Matt Luke this week going back to coaching, going to Clemson. Can't hang it up. Just idle hands. You know, just what do you do? And right. that's your whole that's that's been your entire life is football. You right. know nothing else. And the money's pretty good. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I mean, don't not know like if... Matt Lucas eating bologna sandwiches these days, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, it's, you know, somebody comes call and be a position coach and make like $700,000 or whatever a position coach goes for these days. Um, yeah. It's not a bad gig. All right. Let's, uh, let's get into uh, the first break here. And uh, before we do, I do want to remind you go to College Corner whether that's in Oxford on Sisk Avenue, go check out the new digs. Very nice. Very nice. Over in, uh, as David, as David and I know it as the uh, secret Wendy's territory. It's not secret anymore. Areas booming, tons of stuff. College Corner's got a storefront over there, brick and mortar. They have got Peach Bowl gear. You can go there or you can go to their website. Check out everything. They got magnets. They got shirts. They got pennants koozies cups all of that they're gonna get more talk to scott earlier this week he said they've got some gear in and there's more coming so you need to get prepped for december 30th get you some swag or if you want to get prepped before christmas get some gifts out there for your friends for your family go check out college corner and get your peach bowl gear ole miss penn state first time ever it's going to be amazing we're going to get into that on the other side of the break, also do want to remind you, if you have not done so already, go check out homefieldapparel.com. Check out the Ole Miss collection. If you haven't used your promo code TOC23, 15% off your first purchase. Also, 12 days of home field is going on right now. There's a home field sale today. You can rep the team that makes your team's gear today only. That is Wednesday, December 6th, 20% off. Homefield branded gear with code home team. They have got specials, promo codes running all week, or excuse me, all 12 days of the 12 days of Homefield. Go check out homefieldapparel.com. Again, Christmas gifts, birthday presents, whatever. Go get you some Homefield. Fantastic gear. I cannot recommend them enough. The quality is outstanding. Homefieldapparel.com. TOC23 is your promo code for 15% off your first purchase. All right, hit our break. When we come back, we're going to talk Peach Bowl, Ole Miss, Penn State. Hang tight. We'll be right back. Are you looking at cutting your health insurance premiums by as much as 20 to 30%? Are you aging into Medicare and need help finding a Medicare supplement plan? Call Drew Moak of USA Benefits Group at 601-953-8449. Drew is an Ole Miss grad located in Mississippi and licensed in seven states. He works with the nation's second largest health insurance brokerage with access to 35 different carriers, and he can help you with any of your health insurance needs. From regular health plans to life insurance to dental and vision and even Medicare, he has it all covered. Now more than ever, it is critical to have a health insurance agent who is local and accessible. So call Drew Moak at 601-953-8449 and get your free quote today. Cooler temperatures are right around the corner, and as I like to say, it's the perfect time to play around a round of golf. And if you're looking for a premier golf course in northwest Mississippi or the Memphis, Tennessee area, go to Cherokee Valley Golf Club in Olive Branch, 15 minutes from the Memphis International Airport. With those cooler temps, you might want to stay warm and comfortable on the course this fall. Go in the clubhouse and check out their new selection of outerwear from Travis Matthew and FootJoy, including FootJoy's new lightweight hoodie. This 18-hole par 72 course includes four sets of tees to accommodate all players, 
and has 11 lakes, 52 bunkers, and the wide zoysia fairways and extra large champion Bermuda greens and clean roughs make for an excellent opportunity every single time to post a number. If you need a premier golf experience in the Mid-South, go to Cherokee Valley Golf Club. Call them at 662-893-4444 or check them out, olivebranchgolf.com. This podcast also comes to you thanks to Bluff City Advisory Group, Memphis's leading team of finance professionals who can provide advanced assistance with financial planning, pension, and qualified plan support, and business and estate planning strategies as well. Former Ole Miss Rebel and founding partner Ben Still, along with his elite-level customer service team, make it their goal to help you meet the ongoing demands of your financial needs. Learn about this and more at bluffcityadvisory.com. The signs of summer are here. Freshly mowed grass, days in the water at the ballpark, and all the rest on the golf course. Well, that's how we do it over here at Oxford and Ole Miss anyway. And PXG Golf Apparel is here to make sure you're locked and loaded for round after round at University Course or Oxford Country Club. PXG has taken its mission to create the most high-quality, high-performance golf clubs in the game to their new line of apparel as well. With PXG Apparel, there's something for everyone. From pants, polos, and sweaters to hats, joggers, and skirts. You'll usually find me with a hat on my head, and PXG has nailed the fitted breathable. And my navy goes with pretty much anything. So don't wait another second. Elevate your style game on and off the course with the PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com TOC and use promo code TOC for Talk of Champions at checkout to save 10% on all apparel. That's pxg.com TOC. Code TOC for Talk of Champions to save 10% on apparel. BXG, a proud sponsor of the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. The sun's a shining in Oxford, Mississippi. Cookouts in the Grove, beer showers. It's just the very best time for an old Miss Rebel to get out and get going. Carry front door peace of mind with you everywhere you go with Ufi Video Lock. Never has home security been so easy. Eufy Video Lock, an all-in-one security device for your front door, allows you to keep an eye on everything back home. And it's so easy. Installation requires only a screwdriver. So ditch those house keys forever and give Eufy Video Lock a try today. There's no monthly fee, and Eufy Video Lock has customer support on standby 247 to help you with any and all home security needs. Go ahead, have your home as fun in the sun with the assurance your home is in good hands with Eufy Video Lock. Eufy Video Lock's built-in camera can tell you who's at your front door from the comfort of your poolside chair. So search Eufy Video Lock today. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. That's Eufy Video Lock, a proud sponsor of this, the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. It's concert season, and concert season is all about the boots. Already, Oxford and Ole Miss have seen Morgan Wallen light it up at Vaught-Hemingway Stadium. Ole Miss football star and Talk of Champions podcaster Jared Ivey bemoaned how his boots were lacking. He should have gone with Tecovis, the only stop for the Ole Miss fan and the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings for the spring and summer, including timeless, always-on-trend styles in men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. Stop by your local Tacova store and have a complimentary drink or two on the house while you shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service, and many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. 
If you can't make it to a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. And we are back here at Daytime Fireworks. David Brandt, Zach Barry here with you. All right. Initial thoughts when you saw the announcement. Number 11 Ole Miss, number 10 Penn State. First time ever, David. Never played. My first thought is go- it has to be an incredible uniform matchup. I'm pleading with the Peach Bowl and with Penn State to let this be a color-on-color matchup. It would just be an, an electric factory if they went color-on-color. <laughs> yeah, it would look great. I mean, any any way they do it, it's going to look good. But, yeah, I think it has a chance to be a classic uniform matchup. I mean, the first thing I thought when I saw the matchup was, have these teams played before? You know what I mean? Because yeah. I, I had – and so I think it's – you know, considering the situation, like, you know, Peach Bowl, pretty easy game for most fans to get to. Penn State, you know, mm-hmm. Atlanta, like, that's about as good as it gets. I mean, you know, maybe yeah. put the game in New Orleans. Well, maybe, but yeah, I still I, mean, I, I like Atlanta, too. There's nothing wrong with Atlanta. Yeah, huge alumni base around Atlanta, Ole Miss, people everywhere. And it's a short drive for most. I'll, I'll be there. Don't have to fly. Can just drive. Um, but I t- tell you, David, there, there are going to be people flying in for this one. I mean, in Mercedes-Benz, you got a New Year's Six, Peach Bowl against Penn State. Never happened. I mean, this was – it was either this or Citrus against Iowa, and that was going to be fun too because Ole Miss has never played Iowa either. So, um, pretty uh, pretty exciting. Here's my, here, here's my thing, and, and, and hear me out. This bowl game, the Chick-fil-A Peach Bowl, December 30th, noon Eastern. To me, David, this is the Spider-Man meme bowl. Where they're looking at each other, pointing at each other. Yeah, They're all pointing at each other. It's not three, it's two. Ole Miss and Penn State right now are pretty much in in, in the exact same spot in their respective conferences. Ole Miss is the third best team in the SEC. Penn State is the third best team in the in the in the Big Ten, and the margins are pretty big. You got Georgia, you got Alabama, and then you got a big drop off. Then you got Ole Miss in the Big Ten, Ohio State, Michigan, drop off Penn State. Pretty much the exact same right now. I've heard a lot of people compare Lane Kiffin to James Franklin. I think that's kind of silly because James Franklin has way more resources at Penn State, and Pennsylvania well, is a he's been there longer too. How long has he yeah, been? And, over a decade. Um, yeah, it's been, a, I was about to say, at least 10 years. He's been there. Got the internet right here at our fingertips. I'll look it up. Um, he has been at Penn State since 2014, so almost 10 years. Um, and he's and he's won 11 games before. He's done it four times. Um, I don't like that comparison because, again, Penn State, way more resources. And then the state of Pennsylvania is way bigger than Mississippi. And it, I mean that's a certified like pacifier state. Like you grow yeah. up there, you want to oh, go to play yeah. at Penn State. I mean, sure, no Pitt's question. there. Uh, you know, sorry, Pitt, but Penn State's the program in in the state of Pennsylvania. That is the you grow up, you watch football, you want to play football, you want to put on the blue and white, and you want to go to Beaver Stadium. Um, There's, yeah, I, I think the the difference is like you said, Penn State has 
maybe I'm wrong on this, but I would think Penn State has pretty much every resource that Michigan and Ohio State has. I mean, I think all three of those are mammoth superpowers. And then you look at Ole Miss in comparison to Georgia and Alabama. And I do think Ole Miss has quite a few resources these days, especially it's been amazing in the 15 years I've covered them, how much, you know, credit to ADs, credit to the boosters, the fan base, all that stuff. You know, I think Ole Miss is, you know, it's not this little old school in North Mississippi anymore. It's, you know, I think most people view Ole Miss as a, as a pretty strong program, but I also don't think that anyone would confuse Ole Miss's resources with what Georgia or Alabama has. No, no. Yeah. I mean, you'd be, your head's in the sand clouds, whatever. Um, right now we've got uh, most books have it at three and a half, almost getting three and a half. Um, the total is at 49 and a half. Just kind of going through watching some film on Penn state. You know, I all due respect to Pete Golding and that defense, which, by the way, in case you missed it, Ole Miss's defense finished top 25 in SP+. Um, they were top 15, top 20 in sacks and tackles for loss this year. Great year for the defense in year one of Pete Golding. Um, yep. Almost kind of a flip-flop where Penn State is just, you know, they're kind of all right offensively, but defensively, really, really tough defense. Um you know, lost by eight to to Ohio State in uh, Ohio Stadium and then had the close one, lost by nine to Michigan at home. Ole Miss is, you know, kind of led by the offense. You've got Lane Kiffin. You've got the the, the score from far mentality. You run the football well. you you got three receivers with 700-plus yards receiving. You, you do all the offensive stuff. It, it's, you know, it's a mirror game with, like, how the programs are in their respective conferences, but also it's going to be good on good, good offense versus good defense. I think Ole Miss's offense going up against a Penn State defense that has been really good all year, they're going to be down a guy. I don't know if you saw this, Chop Robinson said he will forego the bowl game and get ready for the NFL draft. Mm. <laughs> Ole Miss offensive linemen are, are breathing a sigh of relief there. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Penn State has been – really damn good this year on defense. So I, I've, I've really liked this matchup. It's going to be a fun one. I'm very interested to see what Lane Kiffin is going to be able to do with, you know, a full month to prepare for what James Franklin, then we're going to bring at him, you know, Manny Diaz, you know, an, an old foe is, is, has rendered his head again. Um, but yeah, Penn state, they lead the country in sacks uh, with 48 Ole Miss down there at 16 in the country with 34. Um, this is going to be a fun one, I think. I think this is a a really intriguing matchup for Ole Miss with a lights-out defense, Big Ten style, going up against the SEC, high-flying Lane Kiffin attack. Oh, I agree. I think it's, a, it's just a contrast in styles. I think that, you know, we, the Big Ten and the SEC are developing – not that it just started or anything that's been going on a long time, but that rivalry, I think, continues to intensify Abbey's as these two teams, as these two conferences become almost like Russia and U.S. during the Cold War or something like <laughs> that. I mean, just two behemoths, you know, and everything and, and, and what they're doing. And so um, and, and I think it's cool that there's still a decent kind of style difference between, you know, not that there aren't some 
smash mm-hmm. mouth teams in the SEC, and there's not some teams that like to throw in the Big Ten. I, I get it. But, you know, I, I do think that both of the conferences have established a personality that I enjoy. And so I, I think that Ole Miss and, and Penn State kind of personify that, and the contrast in styles is going to be really fun to watch. Yeah, I early feeling on this game, I would definitely probably look at the under. Um, I, I uh, like that too. I When you said 49, that seemed – I think Ole Miss is going to have to squeeze out a – 28-20 or something if they want to win this. I, I just don't think they're going to score. You know, I, I don't think this turns into a boat race. No. Um, right now you got Penn State, fourth in SP Plus defensively, 26th offensively. Um, Ole Miss is right there at 21 in both offense and defense. So a, it's, it's an impressive resume right there, pretty balanced. Um but yeah, I mean, you look at uh, this is a a Penn State team that, despite all the you know groveling about the offense and Drew Drew Allers kind of, uh, I don't want to I don't want to you know step on him too much here, but I, I thought he struggled this year. Um, kind of, you know, maybe got a little worse as the year went on. Um, Definitely didn't get better and didn't really show yeah. up in the biggest and, games of the year. Like, if right, you look like, at their schedule, it's amazing. They trucked everybody, not named Ohio State and Michigan. You know, I mean, they, yeah. but, you know, Maryland was an okay football team, and they beat them 51 to 15. You know, yeah. I mean, they, they beat in, in College Park, too. Right. And they put 31 on Iowa, which is not easy to do. No. Iowa scored zero, which is not a shock. But, you know, like – I mean, it just—it's fascinating how their season kind of played out. Yeah, and look, I, to say that he, you know, quote got worse as the year went on, his quarterback or touchdown interception ratio is twenty-three to one. But yeah, I mean, right. Like you said, in the big games, didn't show up. Seventy yards passing against Michigan. He had one ninety-one against Ohio State, but he was eighteen for forty-two in that game. Right. So. I think the recipe for Ole Miss is just going to have to get after his ass. You're going to have to bring pressure, change up the looks, and you're going to have to get him make, on the ground. Make him beat you. Make yeah. him beat you. Because, look, if, if you're going to – that's the key. Because you cannot get this into a track meet with Katron Allen and Nicholas Singleton because those dudes – Ooh. Yeah. Allen ran for 851 and six touchdowns, and Singleton ran for 702 and eight touchdowns this year. So they got running backs that can run it. The offensive line is solid. Um, Yeah, I mean, I think you're just going to have to make the quarterback beat you. So certainly, in my opinion, a winnable game for Ole Miss. The line is indicative of that. I mean, three and a half, that's respectable. Um, But, uh, yeah, make no mistake, Ole Miss is going to have to play its best game. Yeah, they're going to have to play well. I mean, Penn State has shown week in, week out, they destroy bad teams and they weren't quite good enough to beat some of the, the nation's elite, but they were competitive in those games. Even if the offense was disappointing, I, I don't, there, there doesn't appear to be much of a scenario where they don't show up and Ole Miss wins in a blowout. I, I think this is going to be a really good game. Yeah. I'm pretty excited. Um, I'll be there in the building. It'll be fun to watch. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, I think it's, 
yeah, like Ole Miss is not going to be able to just roll the helmet out there and just say, hey, we we like to score a lot and our receivers are good and then Penn State's going to bow down. I mean, it's going to be a battle. Um, but, yeah, I, a full month to prepare. I'm excited to see what Kiffin and that offense has. And, and on the flip side, I mean, Pete Golding, you know, what are you going to do to slow down the running game for Penn State? What are you going to do to get after Drew Aller? Um, right. And, and, yeah, like I said, Chop Robinson not playing in this one. So it's that's a that's a big loss. I mean, he is their guy. Um, you know, he yeah, that's a huge loss actually for what you know. He's kind of what I don't know. He sort of defines what they do. Yeah, and you know, Adisa Isaac benefited a lot from Chop Robinson being on the other side. He had seven and a half sacks this year. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he that, that's a big part. I mean, look at what happened to Ole Miss's defensive line when Sam Williams went to the NFL. Made things a little harder on, on everybody. So having that elite NFL guy on one side makes things a lot easier for everybody. Um, so, yeah, it's 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 going to be a lot of fun. Um, and, you, look, you can't ask for a, a, a much better opportunity to win really 11 cool. games. Yeah, I was about ever. to say – Unless you go to the playoff, I mean that would be better, obviously. But to be ten and two, play Penn State in the in the Peach Bowl, like yeah, yeah, that's about as good as it gets when you're not in the playoff. Yeah, that's 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 why you that's why you go to Ole Miss. That's why you go to the SEC. That's why you play for Lane Kiffin because you want to play in these types of games. So the opportunity is there. Um, I say we we'll, we'll hold off on on any predictions at the moment because look. I, there's still a, <laughs> yeah, there's, a lot could yeah. happen. People opt yeah, there's, out. Injuries. There's 24 days. That, yeah. People can decide to, to get in the portal, sit out, all that. Kevin did say earlier this week, he does not expect any opt outs. I think that sure. It could be coach speak. He could be coaching or speaking to his roster, but I don't know. I, I kind of believe him. I think there's some buy-in with this team. They uh, seem to be, I think there's a lot more continuity, camaraderie on this team in, the, in that locker room. Jackson Dart, the leader. Caden Priestcorn, Dart talked a lot about his leadership. Um, it's an older group. We've talked about that all year, David. I think that a lot of these dudes want to finish the season the right way before moving on or coming back or going to the NFL, whatever. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think they're – there are a lot of dudes on that team that will have decisions to make, but right now they, they want to lock in, get ready and, and win that 11th game for the first time ever. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, you know, everyone's got to make their own business decision. I, I'm never going to, you know, rip on a player too hard for, but, I, but I do think that there's a lot of incentive to play in this game, even if you're a NFL caliber player, really mm-hmm. good game against Penn state. You can put more great tape out there. You know, and like you said, just the entry, you know, this, like you said, it's a tight team. Ole Miss is trying to do something it's never done before. There's a lot of reasons to play. I mean, the, mm. the, and there's always injury risk. I mean, but you could say that about any game pretty much. So yeah. I think that, you know, it's not like they're having to play. And I, I feel like we rip on Shreveport all the time, but it's not like they're going to Shreveport. You know, this is a big game. I, I think it's worth playing in for the vast majority of guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. All right, like I said, we'll we'll hold off on uh, predictions. We'll probably do that week of. Um, but uh, that will do it 
for this edition of Daytime Fireworks. Before we let you go, do want to remind you, show also brought to you by the good folks at USA Benefits Group and Drew Moak. If you're looking to cut your health insurance premiums by at least 20 to 30%, aging into Medicare, you need to find a, uh, a supplement plan. Call Drew, 601-953-8449. Give him a call. He's an Ole Miss grad. He's located in Mississippi, but also licensed in seven states. He works with the nation's second largest health insurance brokerage. So he's got access to 35, that's three, five different carriers. He can help you with any and all of your health insurance needs, regular health plans, dental, vision, life insurance, Medicare, all that. It's critical to have a health insurance agent who is not only local, but also accessible. And that is Drew Moak. He will answer that phone and will give you your free quote today. Call him 601 601- Nine five three eight four four nine, or check them out usabg.com slash d-m-o-a-k all right stay locked in omspirit.com we've got portal news we've got bowl prep we've got basketball recruiting all of that also do us a favor go to youtube subscribe like the videos om spirit is the channel help us out a lot and uh, if you aren't already, follow, subscribe, download all of that wherever you get your podcast. David, as always, it was a pleasure. We will talk again next week. Sounds good, buddy. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.